Hello everyone, my name is Alexis Watson and I am the Events and Operations Assistant at the Northeast Conference. I'm joined today by CCSU's track and field student athlete, Kalia Bailey. Kalia, thank you for joining me today. Today we are doing our first of the NEC Champions for Change series. Champions for Change was created to uplift our voices of the student athletes, administrators and coaches of the Northeast Conference as they stand up against racial injustices. Kalia, thank you again for joining me and being vulnerable and sharing your story with me. Thank you for having me. So to start off, why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, well, as you said before, my name is Kalia Bailey. I attend Central Connecticut State University. Um, I moved here, I'm Jamaican. I moved here from Jamaica with my mom. My mom and I migrated to America my freshman year of high school. Um, yeah, that's a little bit of my background. Yeah. yeah. What was that like coming here um, right before high school? Um, I actually, like, so in Jamaica, high school starts in grade seven. So I was actually already going to high school. So, yeah. So when I came here, it was just like, it was almost like a fresh start because everything was like starting over again is back when I was in Jamaica, I was um, looking forward to going into the ninth grade. I was like, oh my God, my high school experience is almost over. When I moved here, like, um, I had this um, idea in my head. However, when I got here, everything was a little bit different. So it was kind of a, like a reality versus expectation type of thing. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about that. What were some of the things that you expected and then what was your reality? So like, I was sitting here thinking like, okay, I'm moving to a new country. I'm going to a different school. This is going to be great. This is a new opportunity to like, um, make some new friends, um, create like a group of people that I could rely on and experience different things seen as this is a different culture, um, country and the culture is completely different. I saw this as an opportunity to like open up my mind and see different things and get a new perspective on how the world like, yeah, kind of like on how like different people from different places view different issues. What were some of the battles that you had to face um, while you were getting acclimated to America? Um, I think one of the, um, well, two of them was like the social aspect of things and the academic aspect of things, like moving from a school that had like people who looked solely like me to moving to a school that was predominantly white was um, a little bit different because it was a school in a small community. So everyone had known each other since like pre-K and they already had their little groups and everything. So it was a little bit clicky. So it was kind of hard to make new friends and stuff like that. So I really struggled in that aspect until like this one girl, like, I just remember this so vividly because she had came up to me and she's like, hi, um, what school are you moving from? I'm like, I'm actually moving here from Jamaica. And then she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, she's like, I'm Jamaican. I'm like, oh my God, seriously? <laughs> and then she moved on and she introduced me to these um, group of people. And there was this one guy and I was just like, Wow, he saw he, his character was just like something else. <laughs> and 
those um, group of people became my friends for the rest of my high school experience, um, experience, seen as it was really hard to like make friends, like genuine friendship with anyone else because everyone already had their groups and everything. So everything was already like formed and everything. Um, another difficult thing that I had a really hard time with was academic, seen as like the culture and like the education system is completely different from what I was used to. I had a really hard time adjusting to some of my classes. However, I had like some people, some friends who had helped me to adjust to those classes. And over time, at first, I thought that these classes were way harder than the ones that I was used to doing before. And school here was just too hard for me. However, over time I realized that that was just my mindset and that school here was actually way easier because everything was like laid out for you. And you know exactly what you need to do when you have a test and stuff and stuff like that. You don't have like pop tests because your teacher gets angry and you don't have like a quiz every single day and you don't have to like take notes while the teacher is um, talking. You just have to like be there, be prepared to do what you're supposed to do. Um, another hardship that I faced was just like, I had a really hard time, like I had a identity crisis, you can call it, because I was just so used to be me, used to be me, like Kaylee, I'm just like, I'm Kaylee, I'm not that girl, not Kaylee from Jamaica or yeah, or like that. Because when I had moved to my new school, I realized that I'm no longer me. I'm like, oh, I'm Kalia and I'm Black. <laughs> because, like, before that, like, I've always known that I'm Black. That's, like, <laughs> that's not, like, <laughs> yeah. I've already already known that I was, like, Black, but it was never, like, something that was just, like, brought up. It was just, like, I never had to be, like, oh, I'm Black. And that person is, like, I've never, like, my color was never an issue type of thing. However, when I moved here, I realized that you had to identify with something. You either have to be from a certain place, like, so you're Black, so what are you, like, type of thing. So, like, are you, like, Jamaican or, like, something? I'm Jamaican, and I realized that that became my identity and not, like, Kaylee as a person. Um, Kaylee, I'm from Jamaica and I'm Black, that just became, that became me and not like me as a person. So I really struggled with that. And it was like, most of my conversations were based on the fact that, oh, I'm from Jamaica, da 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 da. And everything was just like surrounded by Jamaica. Yeah. Yeah. And not because of me as a person type of thing. Yeah. Well, thinking about um, the expectations that you had and the challenges. Um, that you faced. I know growing up in America, we're taught this concept of the American dream and that, you know, America is the greatest place in the world. This is where everyone wants to be. Um, what was that like for you coming here, um, maybe with that dream? And what kind of reality did you face? So, like, when my mom told me that I was moving here, I was like, oh, like, it wasn't, I didn't expect it at all. I was just like, oh, I'm coming here for the summer, and that's it. I didn't think that we were moving, and then I was like, oh, and she's like, you're moving to America. This is a great opportunity for you, because this is a land of opportunities, and everything. She's like, this is such a great place. Everyone is treated um, 
equally everyone basically it's all rainbows and sunshine <laughs> but when you get here it's completely different i moved here and then i realized that this con this idea that i made up in my mind was just like it was basically like a fantasy because the reality that i was experiencing was completely different i had moved here in a time that you had a lot of racial tension going on in my school and coming from Jamaica and never really experiencing that, that was like a really eye-opening experience because um, I remember this one instance at my high school. This is around the time that the president, he was campaigning and stuff like that. He was in office around this time. And my school was playing against this predominantly black school with predominantly like people of color. However, they were losing to the school. So they, um, started chanting all these stuff about like food stamp go back to your country and that created a lot of racial tension in the school on top of the racial tension that was already there so by the next day the school had this big divide basically you have one you have like two different sides fi fighting for what I, I I really don't know like like the events that happened they had no, like, there was no reason for it to happen. They could have just, like, we're losing, okay, next time we need to do better. We need to work on our defenses and stuff like that instead of, like, bringing all this stuff in. And that just created a, a lot of racial drama. And it just made a lot of um, people of color in the school feel, like, really awkward in the classroom, not really safe, and stuff like that. Because in my school, like, nine out of ten times, you only have one Black kid in a classroom with, like, 25 other white kids so it was like that for me and during that time I came to realize that this American dream it's not really a dream and almost it was almost like a nightmare for me because I kind of like woke up and I realized that like not everyone is treated the same and not like something that I do I could end up getting in trouble for it and getting the most extreme punishment. However, someone could go and do that same exact thing at my school. However, because of the color of their skin, they weren't treated the same way. They would get like a slap on the wrist. Like you could get a detention or something while I could get like, this is, I could get suspended or possibly expelled. And that was something that I really noticed in the school. And I also realized that instead of address, addressing some of the issues that the kids of colors were facing in the school, they would like kind of sweep it under the rug and be more worried about the reputation of the school instead of the emotional impact that it was having on the, um, the students of color in the school. And they wouldn't really address the issue for what it was. And you had instances in which people of color or like black kids in my school were being threatened and they sent out like mass email home to the parents and stuff like that. And we had an assembly about this thing. And the main theme that the assembly was centered around was this was destroying the reputation of the school. This was not what the school stand for and not the actual issue, like not checking those students and be like, that is not okay. You can't say certain things like that because people have feelings. And I honestly, I don't feel like they cared enough 
for those feelings. They just mostly cared about the reputation of the school. So this was something that I had to deal with and learn to get over in a way. Like, it happens, just get over it. Something like this is going to happen again, and it's going to be the same thing. They can't, they're not going to do anything about it. Not necessarily that they can't do anything about it. They're just not going to do anything about it because it's freedom of speech. Yeah. I'm sorry that you had to face that. Over time, it's almost like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it, but you get desensitized to it. It's just like, it happens. And you just find a way to deal with it. Because even if you dwell on it, even if you try to do something about it, not nothing gets done. Like they listen, they say they're listening, but they're not actually listening. They're only listening to give you a reply. They're not actually listening to like take actions and to do something about that situation. What was it like going from a high school environment like that to now being at Central Connecticut um, on your track team? Um, so moving from my old school to Central was just like, <sighs> <laughs> that's um, honestly how I felt. But like going in, I'm like, I'm the type of person, I, I don't really do good with change. At times, sometimes I get comfortable in like uncomfortable situations and I don't necessarily want to change so when it was like time to move on to college I started thinking about all these stuff I'm like oh my god now um I'm gonna be leaving my friends and all that stuff and they were like um like my little like talk group comfort group or something like that (laughs) they were always there and you know like you just get used to a certain group of people and then when you think about all that just like disappearing because everybody have their own dreams and they have like their own goals and stuff like that so everybody's going to be in different places and you're not going to have that same connection anymore I was kind of lost I struggled a lot during the first couple weeks of going to Central because I'm like oh my god everything is so different the dynamic is so different I don't really have my friends here anymore so I was really struggling with that however like once facts started and it was the first practice I I was in study hall and this girl Olia she comes in she's like oh I don't see you at captain's practice oh, you're in studio, but you're not at captain's practice. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be there tomorrow. I just had to, I just had to hand in my paper and a bunch of other kids came in and they were all on the track team and they started talking to me. I was like, oh my God. And I I can't be really talking at that time. So I just kept on talking and it was great. So the next day I went to practice and it was just like, it was just completely different from what I was used to on my old team because as I was saying before, my old school was like really clicky. Everybody had known each other from way back when. So I was like the odd one out. I was literally the only black kid on my team, like girl on my team um, in my old high school. So when I had went to practice and it was just so diverse and it was just, it was just completely different because you just saw how everyone was with um, how everyone like talked to each other, how everyone acted around each other. It was like they had such a great bond. It made me want to be a part of that 
they were just so welcoming and then you just saw the worth ethics that they had they were just so hardworking, motivating it was just the first practice and I was like oh my god I want to be here every day like I'm so serious I'm not even exaggerating and I was just, I was just really grateful at the time for all of that because I was in a I was just in a like not so good spot and that just like kind of helped me to adjust that helped me to transit better transition and like adjusting my new environment and my new reality and I was really grateful for that because everyone was just so friendly and just like they just made you feel welcome like they just made you feel like you need to be there yeah good good um going from kind of first coming here from Jamaica talking about maybe the disappointment of the American dream or like you called it not really a dream um to now being on a team that you love um and you're surrounded by more diversity how do you think sport helps with some of the racial tension that we see in our country i think sports helps a lot reason being like when you do sports it's like you're opening yourself up to like a new group of people you have to have teamwork because sportsmanship is all about like teamwork being responsible and all that good stuff so when you have a sports team you're not just playing within your team you're playing against other teams and you have to be respectful and you have to know your boundaries basically and you have to basically educate yourself and realize that not everyone is like you and you can't like say certain things, you can't do certain things. And it's also a good opportunity for others to learn about each other because when you're playing sports, you're not just playing the sports, you're learning about each other. And I just feel like um, what good leadership, of course, like with good coaches and stuff like that, they can create a good environment in which students can learn more about each other and that can like create more diversity and that can create more opportunities to have awkward talks or like, yeah, awkward talks, like things that people don't really want to talk about because they just feel awkward about it or they just don't really know how others gonna, other people are gonna react. So I feel like sports create that like, like that environment in which you can talk about it and stuff like that yeah and have those uncomfortable conversations but as i was saying you have to have good leadership because if you don't necessarily have like the right person in those environment things can go like south yeah right yeah my last question for you would be what is your hope for america I hope that like people like me, like moving from different countries and like people living here don't have to like come here with the idea like that everything is gonna be great only to come here to be disappointed to see how things actually ha um, things actually are. I really hope that one day like everyone can like talk to each other and actually listen so that they can create like some form of plan or like implement something to educate each other to like I don't know how to say like to get rid of like the stereotypes and like racial profiling and stuff like that I just really hope that one day like people who look like me and people who look like you can like walk around without like 
feeling like they're going to be targeted because of the color of their skin or just feeling out of place because of the way they look. And I also like really hope that like schools with predominantly people of color will get more funding because moving here and like going to a school that was predominantly white, I saw that they had a lot of resources to do like school works, whatever they needed to do. We had like testings to get us ready for the SATs and everything. And we had like teachers like prepping with us. We had a lot of resources to get good grades and to put us at, to put us in a really good spot going into college, like going in to get into a good college and getting good SAT scores. However, when I went to a school where I lived that was predominantly black, I realized that not all of the schools are treated equally. Not everything is the same. They don't have as much resources. So I would really like to see those school get the resources that they need to put them on the same level because basically they're at a disadvantage compared to other schools because they don't have all the resources they need to help them get like the best SAT scores, put them in a really good position to get in the, co the colleges that they want to and stuff like that. So I really like to see that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Kaylee, thank you so much for joining me today for the NEC Champions for Change series. I really appreciate you being vulnerable with me and with the entire Northeast Conference community to share your story. Thank you.